if you if you know what you need to do in life right. and you know what your purpose is and you're doing things that are not aligned right. with those steps that would be ignoring your conscious and here's the thing too <clears throat> is if you're not going to listen to you if right. you're not going to listen to yourself why the fuck would i listen to you Welcome back to Impactpreneurs. I'm here, Daver Gliles, with my host and colleague and associate. And something else, Sean Alexander. Lions Not Sheep. <laughs> there we, you go. We have two special guests today. Uh, Iris Eastless, a wellness competitor. Um, and you can go to her Instagram. They're going to show it on the, on the screen. And we also have Maria Y. I can't even pronounce your last name. Maria, why can't I pronounce your last name? Maria, what is go, ahead it? It? go ahead and pronounce it for us. Yandra. Sits. Yandra sits. Nandra oh, that's sits. easy. Yeah. Bless you. So she is a wellness competitor as well. And so we have them on the podcast today. Um, and we're going to ask them a series of questions. Uh, but first of all, Sean. Yeah. You're, you're a little off today. What's going on? Um, my heart's heavy today. I, um, you know, I told you a long time ago, my, I'm dedicating my entire right arm, getting a full sleeve tattoo that's dedicated to my brother uh, who's deceased. And it's almost finished. Um, but this morning I got his gravestone tattooed inside my, inside my bicep on my arm and, uh, it hit me a lot harder than I expected it to. Like I went into it excited, stoked, ready, like it's almost finished. And then when it got done, um, I saw it and it just got me, it crippled my brain, not in a bad way. It's just like, it just kind of hit me hard. Right. Um, you know, it's like one of those things where, uh, I probably will never, and it doesn't, it doesn't control me in any factor, like in a negative way, but it's one of those things where, I'll never forgive my parents for it because when he passed, I wanted to cremate him and the whole family fought me because like I knew I was going to be moving around. I'm the youngest. I'm the youngest out of the whole family and, and out of four siblings. And um, everybody was dead set on burying him. Uh, my father bought the grave spot next to him. But I was like, you guys are going to die before I am. I'm going to be moving around the world. I'm going to be living in different cities and different states. And I want him with me. And it was just one of those things that when he passed, it was like a it was a it was a fight, like a real fight for a while. And it was like basically the whole family against me. And it was just, it just kind of um, put me in this mindset where I was like, you guys are so selfish because why would you not? I mean, like if I died and I had two or three children, I would automatically leave it up to my youngest child to decide what happens to me. I'm um, just by default because it's going to live longer. Um, but anyway, so yeah, so I got the gravestone put in and it just kind of, and we're both Gemini's. We're only two weeks apart. Wow. Obviously, he's older than I am a lot, but um, he was born in 70. But uh, it was just one of those, it got on there, I got excited, but then like I got emotional. And I'm like, man, this whole arm is almost finished. And it's, and it's all dedicated to my brother. So uh, it's a little bit, little bit one of those days where it's just a heavy heart. It's rare, but it happens. Yeah, well, that's, that's you know, tattoo has a lot of meaning. And yeah. I know that most of your body that you're tattooing has every meaning behind it versus, hey, I'm just going to show up in the strip drunk and get an ice cream cone on my forearm, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's like, right. What is, oh, I just felt like it. No, but I, I, I appreciate people that, that do art on their bodies because they all have meanings behind it and they should. And that's awesome. Well, you know, stay strong, brother. Yeah, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. So, you know, my idea or our idea, I should say, I, I thought about this was kind of last minute change having th these two gals on the, sh on the uh, show. But one thing we all have, in, a couple things we have in common, we're all fitness people. Mm -hmm. we're, we're all, some are competitors, some not. We've competed in the past. 
<clears throat> these two are competing. But the other thing that's unique about us is that we're all, I don't want to say the black sheep, but we're all that, 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 that child from the family where we're out on our own. We're independent. We're independent thinkers. We're entrepreneurial. We're go-getters. We, and we've all, all of our stories, we've, they've heard our stories. No, yours, not mine. Oh, I've heard yours. No. Part of it. Not yet. <clears throat> yeah. But we haven't heard their stories. Correct. And, and I want to talk to them about kind of the trials and tribulations they went through in life and why, how did they end up here in Vegas? Why are they here? Um, and then, you know, uh, how are they overcoming um, negative input uh, associations and how their life has been impacted in a positive way? Sure. Um, because we're all, we're all striving for the same thing. But the, when you brought up that you're the youngest... I'm the youngest um, from my godparents' family, single child from my mom. Um, and then, you know, we, I started thinking about it. I was like, wait a minute. I know Maria's story a little bit. I know her story really well. I know yours. But we all are that person on the outside that, le- that I don't want to say bailed, but left and said, I'm going to go conquer the mountain. I'm going to figure it out yeah. on my own. And there was a lot of resistance from family members, maybe, maybe not from yours or mine, or why are you moving, why are you taking your kids, my grandkids, blah, blah, blah. But I, I wanted to kind of go around the table and, 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 and touch on some things and, and then maybe talk about um, what are you doing to, to stay positive and move forward right now because you're on your own. We're on our own in a sense, right? None of our family lives in Las Vegas. No. We're just, That's weird. <laughs> you know, and, and I don't, don't want to – say this in a uh, condescending or negative way, not a lot of us have been back to see our family in a while. No, ever, ever since, I know for me for sure, ever since, um, ever since COVID started, I haven't gone back to California ever since. So it's been, what, two years, two, two and a half years. And, and, and if, forgive me if by asking, is your, I don't want to expose people, is your relationship with your family close or not? With my mom and my, with my mother and my father, it's, it's close to a distance that I, to, at, at like an arm's distance that I keep them, I keep them there. And sometimes I'll push them further. Sometimes I'll bring them really close, but I control and dictate how close I want to be with them. But we're in good standing uh, to answer that. But with other family members, no, I, I black, they think they, I blacklisted my whole family from ever getting to know anything about my life again. Wow. Well, okay. I'm, I'm at the arm's length as well. I keep them, you know, stiff on. We have to, like, cause they, Adrian Peterson, get off me. It's that mentality. And it's just, um, a lot of my family still kind of plays the victim and they're all, all like double my age or more. And it's like, I just can't, I can't have that. I wow. can't have the idea. I can't be around hanging out with family members that just, they're stuck in this mindset because things went wrong 10, 15, 20 years ago. Um, you know, it's just, uh, it's an anchor. It's really what it is. It's like a 10,000 pound anchor. And it's like, fuck, I don't want to deal with this anymore. Like you guys, you guys want to keep doing you. Then we don't, we have, we have nothing to talk about ever again. Um, and obviously, uh, family for me now for me, family, family is not, family is not blood. Family is who I choose that I know will be there for me when I, when I need them and, and vice versa. I'll be there for them when I know they need me. Um, and I'll do it within the blink of an eye. And you and I have talked about this before. Right. Um, certain values, like one of my one of my biggest values in my life is is loyalty, and I take loyalty um, very personal. And you know this loyalty today is thrown around like it's fucking grass, like it doesn't mean anything to anybody. People like people throw it around um, so lightly and so loosely, but really, like when you use loyalty in today's day and age, like what does that mean? How far will somebody go for somebody else? And it's not that far where you and I. You know, we were we grew up in a t- in a time where 
we were raised off of like hardcore old school, old school traditional right. values and old school <clears throat> traditional loyalty, like mafia status loyalty is, man, if, if you have a problem with somebody and it's within reason, then now it's my problem. And I have a problem with that person. And I'm not going to be good on good terms with someone that you have a problem with when you and I are that close just because for the sake of things. That's, lo- that's part of loyalty to me. And to some people, they think that would be negative. That's, um, oh, that's a little far-fetched. No, not really, because those kind of values, um, because if you ever get into something with somebody, I'm there. And I have to, I have to make sure I separate myself from, um, from an individual that someone I consider family has a problem with. Do you feel that your family's telling you what you should do because that's what they would do or what they feel is best for you? They tried to, but it didn't, it didn't work. I, I had a... Man, from a young age, I had Sorry. a brain of my own, you know. So they nothing ever penetrated when they tried to tell me what to do, when to do it, how to do it, where to go. You rebelled. I felt like I feel like I'd say I made the more intelligent decision. So <laughs> I, I want to say rebelled. So, so you're now here. You are successful. You went through a lot of trials and tribulations, but you got around the right people. Yeah, <clears throat> your mentor. Yeah, is one of them. Yeah, I mean, through my whole life, and and, and we'll let them talk about yeah. that too. But through my whole life, like I knew that after I, <clears throat> after I got clean from drugs and after I started to work on myself, when I realized I was ready for a little bit more education and life and guidance and where to go, I knew I needed to get around people that are going to teach me more about life because I had lost the last twenty years of my life. So I don't know anything about taking the first step to go to go conquer or to do anything for myself. So I, 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 had, I was aware enough to know that like, okay, I'm good, I have great habits now, now I need to seek uh, mentorship with someone that's going to teach me the ropes on how to become successful, a businessman, um, redevelop some strong core values, my integrity, my spiritual values, and over the years, I have progressed from from one mentor to another every two, three, four years. And then you give, you give back and mentor other people. Yeah. Life coach, recovery coach, uh, business coach, yeah, business mindset coaching. It's just it, relationship and, coach. Yeah, and the thing is, it all comes from it all comes from perspective and past experiences, um, and what I've found to work for me, and what I've found to work amongst many people. Mine's not just some stupid textbook information. Right. So I want to I want to guide hey, our questions to Puma Cat here, Iris. Why aren't you going to Maria first? Because Maria Maria's a special <laughs> guest. She's like, what are you guys talking She's about? She's a special guest. You're the guest. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> so obviously, people on the on this podcast know that we've been in a relationship for two and a half years. Yeah. Right. A little more, I think. Now. Oh, she's counting. But I want to ask you, maybe you can show people some of the things that that outside of us being together, but what influenced you to move forward and, 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 and create positive imp- impacts in your life? I know you were in Tucson for a while. Um, you kind of hit your head on the ceiling, meaning that you, you couldn't go any farther with where you were at. What, what gave you the incentive to make the decision, not necessarily to be with me and move, but to say, hey, I'm going to take a chance and move forward, get around positive people, go to the next level? Yeah, I was prepping <clears throat> for my show, and I think I, had, uh, I was just in low carbs. Oh, you're saying you made a mistake. Wow. Are you being sarcastic or are you being you know, truthful? You know when you have low carbs, you know you compete and your brain's a little... Oh, yeah. my God. No, so I'm just kidding. Dating tip, guys. No. Date a girl that's in prep. You got a better chance of winning her over, right? Yeah, yeah. right. Well, I mean, I, I grew up in Tucson. And for me, the city, like, I just felt like I couldn't really move on. Like, I don't know if it was a city... I was moving on, moving forward. I was a hairdresser, but I saw ladies that were there for like 20 years, and I just didn't see myself doing that for 20 years. I also didn't see myself um, uh, 
having a business in that city. I just felt like I, my brain and everything went bigger, and I felt like I couldn't do it there. So um, then, I, you know, I met you, and I just kind of... So, like, people there didn't have what you wanted? Yeah, they were they were satisfied. You know, the, the top I could get there, you know, I looked at the ladies that have been there 20 years. They're making good money as a hairdresser. They have their clientele, but to me, that wasn't enough for me. And I was already rising to the top, and that's where that's where I would end up like these ladies and I didn't think that was for me and then the other part was having my own salon like my own business but it also didn't make sense to do it in that city I feel like I had to move out to grow yeah does that make sense get out of your comfort zone yeah Yeah, so I did a lot of things I mean even my family like you guys said we're all the sheep I didn't really think I was but I guess you say I am the black sheep yeah well you kind of left and nobody wanted you to go your whole family's here. Oh yeah, I mean, I left my job. I left my family. I um. You got a lot of pushback uh, from your dad, your brother, your family members. Yeah, I mean, they were at the airport like it was a movie scene. So. What do you mean they were at the airport? Well, I said I'm gonna go to what was it, Seattle? Yeah, I said I'm gonna go to Seattle and um, I'll be back. You know, just gonna go do some photo shoots. They they were like, what? They just went nuts they're like no you're not going they're literally stopping me at the airport i said i'm just going for the weekend i'll be back but i think my dad was afraid you know something how, bad how old were, to me. How, how old were you when this happened 26 so and they were still like very how old now 29 okay and they were very overprotective yeah well i left a marriage is that allowed to say yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> i'm not allowed to say that, to say that. yes <laughs> yeah i i you know, separate. I got separated. I was in the outs of. So I don't really tell my parents what I'm doing. You know, I have my own house and everything, but they had to see all of that because I decided to go back home since I was going through a separation. And so, otherwise, they wouldn't. I wouldn't really have to tell them. But to them, it, they just they thought I was really going nuts because I was doing making all these changes that didn't make sense, and I was kind of really taking a risk. Now, was there anybody in Tucson that you looked up to as a mentor? Mm, no. What about? No, it sounds like. Well, from, go ahead. Mm, there's a client of mine. You know, she she was a client. I did her hair, and she was a business owner. She owned like two or three. Uh, they're called street tacos in in Tucson, Arizona. In the mall. In the mall, one downtown Tucson. Does that make good money? Well, I don't know, but she opened my mind to actually wanting to do more. And she actually gave, gifted me a camera to start my YouTube channel because I told her how I really wanted to have all these other side ideas. And she's like, you know, you can make it happen. So she, she was becoming a mentor in a way. I had so, her, so her mindset was in the right place. So if we, if we remove money from the factor, um, she was living her life on her terms um, with no one kind of telling her what to do without a ceiling. Like, she could have gone further if she wanted to, but um, she kind of opened and expanded your horizons to understand, like, hey, there's more to life than just sitting in a salon when you, yeah, can, go, she, when you she, can go have multiple projects. Yeah, she told me, she said, why don't you have your own salon? And I said, well, I mean, I know what goes into owning that type of business, and I didn't want to... It's a pain in the ass. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to be there. I know it was going to take a lot of my time, so I didn't want to have that. You know, I wanted... More freedom, you know, 
I think that's what we got. I think you, I think you made a right choice because my my mother was a she's a retired hairdresser and she's owned two or three salons and owning a salon is probably one of the biggest pain in the asses because now you have to manage because yet you might yeah. have you might have people like subcontracting like you know renting stations but it's a pain because you got to manage that they got to pay the rent on time uh, clientele that comes in how do you manage walk-ins. Um, like there's just so much that goes into the science of owning a salon. And then if you don't have like four or five ballers mm-hmm. that come in that have hardcore high end clientele all at one time, your salon can hurt really yeah. bad. Well, not only that, I already worked at the top number one salon in Tucson. We had seven locations plus two sister salons. So I had clients from Scottsdale coming in, you know, that we had the top clients like lawyers, doctors in there. So if I opened my own salon in that city, you know, it was going to be hard to compete against the salon I was already at. Right. So I was already at the top. And um, like I said, it was gonna be too much work to own that type of business. So and then the other option was to just be a hairdresser there, like these ladies that have been there. Oh, I've been here 20 years, but their income can only go so far. And my mind was thinking way farther and that, just, that scenario just didn't make sense. Sure. So. Good stuff, good stuff. And now, you're you're in Vegas. You went to Seattle, Vegas. Yeah, we were in like a year and a half. I lived in Seattle. How, how'd you like Seattle? No, it was too cold. <laughs> <laughs> I never experienced such cold weather in my life. I had to get a, a big jacket. I was like, what What are these things? I, I don't never... know. I love cold weather, but no, not rain weather. I like the heat. Vegas is very similar to Arizona, so yeah, yeah, I like it here. Right on. And now you're trying to compete. You got a national show in December. Yeah, I'm I'm prepping for my national. And you're starting a clothing brand. Yeah, I'm working on it. Working on it. Active wear and also like uh, going out, little dresses, you know. Everybody asked me about it, so I'm trying to figure it out. <laughs> right on, right on. And now we're off to Maria. Uh, what is it, Spicy? Spicy Mexi. <laughs> spicy Mexi, right on. Yep. Now, we, we, we had a, uh, the, the, the luxury or the, the good luck of fortune of meeting Maria in spring. Yep. And you were training at Fit Club. And then I thought this would be a great training partner for Puma Cat because you guys have a similar structure, similar heights, both wellness girls. And then you disappeared on us. I did. She left. She left. It's like we did one training session. Did did you even say bye or did you just no? No, we we were like, where would she go? She was down there. Should I train with her? I'm kind of like she's gone. She's like five foot. We're like, where'd she go? She was standing over there. She comes in and leaves. Is she under the weights? Like what happened? And then that small. No, calm down. And then. She appears, I'm back. And we're like, where the hell you been? So, um, but I, I know you don't want to get too personal, but kind of maybe you can share your background as to, you know, you were in Minneapolis, Minnesota. Yep. Correct. And you came back. Yes. And then, you know, you, were, you moved here and then went back and you came back. Yes. So maybe you can talk about your background and, and why you're here, what you're looking for, and what motivated you to come back out here. Um, I mean, I came back out here mainly. I came back out here mainly because, um, honestly, potential, just opportunity, and just to see how far I can go and take myself to the next level. Where were you before? Minneapolis. Okay. Yep. Um, it was, I don't know, when I say when I hear Minnesota, honestly, I just think it's depressing. Like, that's Damn. the one word. And and that's because I... Um, right here? Right here? There you go. Scoot forward. Right. And, that's be, and that's because I started... Um, so I used to do massage therapy out there. And um, and I was doing personal training and whatnot. And um, I, don't get me wrong, I love the people there. Everyone's been super nice. I've had enormous amount of help. Um, hold on. 
There you go. There you go. I've had enormous amount of help out there and um, from thousands of people, you know. And so, um, but I would say it, it plateaued for me. Sure. I w always wanted more. I wanted to just take that next leap and just keep going <clears throat> and keep going. And I needed to be around the right people in order to do that. So, so and when you say your personal training and you don't have to expose them out, w would you say you were doing pretty good financially out there or is it just um, getting by? I was getting by. Well, because, mainly because of COVID. And, you know, a lot and, you're, of, and you couldn't do massages anymore either, probably. Well, so after the first shutdown, when we, re, when we reopened, I was killing it, like as in massaging. So I, w I would travel to people. And um, I mean, I people were paying over 100 an hour. So, you know, so yeah, it, was, it was nice. And um, all I had to do was do like three clients a day for massaging because I drive over there and depending how far it was. And then in the morning or evening, I'm trying or train a client here or there, you know, but that was if and when the gyms would open. Back so, up. so so if it was a full capacity, you're six, seven K a month, five, six, I seven mean, K. Potential. Three hundred a day, five days a week. Yeah. But you six, have seven. to you have to remember, too, our gyms didn't open up until. Uh, like June, July, or August. Yeah, they actually, were later. No, I actually it might have been fall. That fall, that later that yeah, fall. Yeah, Vegas was like the, the second town to slowly start opening up. Yeah, yeah. So I didn't get to get training back in until then. But then December happened, and mid December, second shutdown happened again, and that's when everything got. And that's why I came back. Came so back I know here. I know you mentioned earlier you came back here. You're trying to find your way, maybe get into personal training, build yeah. a business. And so once you do that, is that going to be something you're going to do full time? Do you have any other aspirations outside of personal training? Or I know um, you want to compete again, right? Well, I've never competed before. Oh, I thought you competed yeah, before. I've never. Yet. No, oh, okay, no, no. okay. So um, I actually plan on competing this spring. And then um, I was thinking about personal training, but to be honest, I honestly want to be a DJ. You want to be a DJ? <laughs> I really? do. I do. Okay. I love music. I love dancing. I love entertaining a crowd. That's what I've always been good at, and I would. I want to see how far I can go. Have you done it before? Nope. Practiced anything? Um, I used to be like I used to play band and stuff, sure. so I know I'll, I'll pick it up pretty okay. quickly. But I found this school out here in Vegas, and it's. Um, it looks like a really cool program, to be honest. Like, okay. you know. So, so have you right written, have you written yeah. down your goals? Like, do you have a twelve step program? Game do you plan. have anything in, pl in place, or are you just winging it right now? Um, honestly, I hate planning things out. I just like I'm a go with the flow person. So okay. I know I know the steps I need to take in order to get there. So, okay. You know? Okay. Yep. Sounds like, you know, maybe a little bit of coaching will help. Yes, that too. Right? Okay. Well, that's Sean's expertise, right? Not Look, trying to sell Sean, but I mean, he's... Well, she just got here. I know. Wait, when did you get here? Like three weeks ago? Three weeks. Yeah. Because yeah. I know he helped an uh, individual... Uh, you know, he helps personal trainers, you know, create... You know, there's a lot of personal trainers out there that are, that are they're doing okay, but right. they could be doing great. Instead of good, there's okay, good, and great, and there's some that don't do anything. Right. And he's taking those people from decent to great, right, right? financially and, and in life. So I think it's undervalued. Like people, the thing is that most most people in the training business um, treat personal training as just a gig and not an actual business. Right. Um, and so they just kind of go they go with the flow. And I, and I don't mean that anything towards what you said, right, right, right. but they go with the flow. If clients come in, clients come in. If they don't, they don't. They don't have anything contracted. They don't have a business plan written out. They don't have anything legalized. 
Um, you know, and it just kind of creates this mega, mega inconsistency on revenue, on clientele, who stays, who doesn't stay, um, people falling off the books. Um, it just it, it sets you up to be in a, in, in a life of always chasing and not and not chasing to grow, just chasing to 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 get by. Um, and I think what people need to start doing is is stop overvaluing their current situation and undervalue and undervaluing um, what their life can look like. Um, well, and that's what. But that's my environment in Minnesota. It mm -hmm. was all we're all chasing. We're all trying to figure. You know what I mean? There wasn't one person that I could go to and was like, "Hey, can you coach me in this? Can you help?" Oh, people would say that. Oh, oh yeah, I can help. But you. they didn't really know jack shit. No. So, so what I want to do is kind of do an experiment here, just a little little experiment on maybe you giving Iris some some guidelines on what steps she should take, kind of a sample of your your experience and work to get to the next level. She wants to start this boutique. She wants to get these the clothing line out. What are some of the basic? I call it basic bitch levels. Uh, step one on one. What what's the first couple things she should do as a as a entrepreneur business owner to get her business going forward because a lot of people sean and I'll, I'll let you get to that a lot of people start hey i want to do this i want to do this i'm going to do this i'm going to do this but they never get their foot first foot on the ground you know what i mean they never write it down they never do anything to start it going it's all in their mind so and maybe i'll, I'll give her some suggestions maybe you can give her some suggestions on on things that 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 she should do honestly there's like there's like three basics is number one understanding your target market um that's that's first and foremost. Um, number two, you do have to have a business plan with with target numbers because without targets, like you, you're just kind of, it's like, it's like jumping on the road and I'm gonna drive to New York and not even map it out. I'm just gonna kind of let the freeway guide me there, and you might end up going all around in a fat circle before you even get there instead of cutting right through the middle. Um, and then also reverse engineering. So it, if you have a, if you create, for example, we'll, we'll make it more short term, so because long term is harder. But if you, let's say, you uh, have a 12 month goal in business, um, whatever that goal is, set that goal first, and then reverse engineer how how the plan of how to get there. Because if you start from here, it's a lot more difficult. Of okay, this is my goal from 12 months from now to hit, call it 50,000 for the first year. And if you start from here, it's kind of hard to figure out what are the what is what are the each critical points and steps to take to get to fifty thousand the first year versus if you start at fifty thousand a year and you go backwards on how much each month needs to be made because obviously in any business the first few months is always slower. Shit, the first few months and the first year, depending on what type of business you go into, it's a it's a loss. Um, but in this case, just to make it just to make it easy in simplest form. Um, you're going to have momentum, and as momentum picks up, the revenue gets higher and higher. So, like first month is maybe a thousand, second month is maybe two thousand, and then maybe twenty five hundred, and then it doubles like five thousand, and then ten thousand. So that, but you have to reverse engineer that, and it's not just reverse engineering the numbers; it's the steps and the game plan of how you're, what you need to do to get to each of those points. So you say, write it down, put it, put it on a formula, and how long would that take? An hour, two hours? Write it down just to get a basic, it basic one on one. It, it depends on how clear you are. Okay, because okay. you know. Clarity is power. Right. Um, without clarity, you're just, again, same thing. You're just kind of winging it. So you have to write it down. You have to know your target numbers. Um, you have to do your homework. This isn't a one-day type of project because at the same time, it's also going to burn you out too. So maybe you spend an hour or two a day, do some homework, do some research, figure out the number, figure out the cost, um, you know, and then like what also you have to figure out what area you want to be targeting to. It can't just be a target market as far as people goes. It's got to be who and where. 
um, you know, and what industry, which obviously you've already kind of figured that part out. Um, and then, um, and then, and then create the, create the game plan from there based on, um, on what, I guess really like what direction, how far, how fast you want to go, um, without setting yourself any kind of limitations. And I think that's, that's the biggest part is if you kind of give yourself, you got to be semi-realistic, but don't be too realistic. But if you set yourself with limitations, um, you're not even going to reach those goals either. Because you and I know, like what you and I are doing right now, we, we, we set massive numbers. And if we miss, we still fall way above what we're currently doing regardless. Absolutely. And that happened this year. And it was because I was around you, too. We're feeding off each other. Like, we're feeding each off each other. Every podcast is like, wow, Sean's doing this. I'm going to not one-up him, but it's like, wow, i got to elevate my game. But it motivates each other because we're around positive mental attitude people, right? And so that's good stuff, Sean. I appreciate that. That's, that's yeah. some good notes. So, I mean, I didn't, I didn't think to set the 12-month, you know, reverse. Rever reverse say? engineer. Yeah, I didn't think about that. So I, I was going, as I was, I said, my goal is maybe 10,000 the first month. Like, I don't know if that's too high, too low, but you said to shoot. I want, I'd rather shoot but, a little but here's, higher. Here's the thing, because you, you also have to take into consideration what's the cost of your inventory, too. Yeah, yeah. So you so, don't want to, sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. You don't want to overspend right. in the beginning either until you have a, until you have a clientele that starts, that starts building up. And in your case, sometimes in, in the industry you're looking at, it is a very smart move to pick up a couple, to try to pick up a couple high athletes that yeah. you're just going to give them mm -hmm. free stuff to market it because yeah, that will that will have that. reach that that you don't have. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been doing some research though, like you said, I've been spending some times, you know, looking up research manufacturers. So right now I'm trying to figure that out. But then, I mean, yeah, your cost of goods. I, I really, I really don't know anything about it. So I'm really starting from scratch, and I don't have anybody that has done this and been there before that has started a business like this to tell me, oh, just go to this website. This is a good man. So I. I'm doing it all. Actually, Jay gave myself. you some leads from the gym. Jay? He oh, yeah, told yeah, you where to did. go. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's Not a start. Not fully, but no. he just said this. What was it? Uh, yeah. Yeah, he, he mentioned some But basically, resources. I'm starting it myself. Like It's like how to start this. I have no idea. Here's the thing. If you're, if you're to pick up a mentor, this is, this is probably where a lot of people fall short. If you decide to hire a mentor in whatever business it may be, and sometimes you don't need a mentor right away that's in the same business you're going into, just someone yeah. that understands business, period. Um, but don't go into a meeting or picking up a mentor kind of blind and having no information. Like You want to go in with like a stack of notes, like four, five, six, seven, eight pages where you've done like three, four weeks of homework. And you're like, okay, this is all the information I've gathered. This is what I know. This is the cost of my goods. Um, this is how big of an inventory I can afford right now. Um, I don't know how to put together a business plan. Where do we go from here? So like, you want to always make sure you're going in with all all the ammunition you have, so that the so that your coach or your mentor can actually give you um, the right the right weapons to fire with. Yeah, yeah, and I'm really happy I have Dabrik because he's, you know, he's he's guided me. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, you know, like website. I'm like, how do I start a website? Who do, who does my website? Should I pay somebody to do my website, or can I do it myself for now? And so he's told me a couple of things how we kind of mapped it out briefly, but so I have some kind of idea too with him. So. I mean, he knows the other side of the technical, the website building while I focus on, you know, the actual product. So, yeah. Yeah. Good stuff. Uh, Maria. <laughs> yeah. So here, you ready? Yep. So I, I was thinking when Sean was talking to her, one of the things that, that I would say for you is, is have a daily habit. 
So we know you want to be a DJ, right? You're going to go to this school. That's great. You know the cost. You probably did all that research. But the other side of it is I call it ride-alongs. Remember, people want to be a police officer. They want to ride along with a police officer. I always tell people, whatever you want to do, shadow yourself around somebody. I would encourage you to reach out to all these local DJs on Instagram and see if you can get some time to just do a ride along. Say, hey, look, I'm trying to get in the business. I know it's a stretch. I'd like to, you know, kind of maybe go to one of your shows and kind of stand there and watch what you do. Um, if there's any tips that you could give me. Um, and then have a daily habit of actually doing something towards that goal every day. You have to. I know you don't like writing it down. You've got to write something down. Put Put up images in your room of your house or apartment of, of, of kind of the goals. But all these, there's so many different levels of DJs around here. Go ahead, I want to intervene on that because so in, in this case, um, in your case, when you're going to try to seek out like a, a DJ that's doing pretty well and you want to shadow them, you have to bring some kind of value to the table too. Because if it's just you shadowing them and you're going to pick up, you know, a million dollars worth of value in one sitting or, or multiple, what are you doing for that person? And usually like in a case like this, you could be like, hey, like as he said, I'd like to shadow you, see what it's about, you know, see how you engage with your audience, what kind of music, how you transition. But here's what I'll do for you. Um, you probably have a media person, but let me record you. Let me let me help you out with your social media. Let me get grab some candid shots while you're in the middle of getting your audience involved. That brings so much value to the DJ where they won't even have to ask like, well, what are you going to do for me? You're already coming in and saying, hey, I want to shadow you. you? I, I want to say that. Yeah. There you go. No, no. There you go. I want to shadow you. Let me, let me, um, let me do this for you. Right. Yeah. Barter with them. Provide okay. your business. Right. Solution. That's, okay. that's good, Sean. Good point. Yeah. And, and I mean, it's like, hey, I'm not in the way. I just want to stand there as a guest, maybe behind the scenes, BTS, right? And see what you're doing, but he, he's right. You know, you, you're a masseuse, so maybe you can trade uh, and barter in between. Yeah, right. well, the, know, in between, the, uh, you know, switching sets right. Right. in between sets is what they call it. Yeah. yeah, and but write it down, see how much the equipment costs. But I'm telling you, it's a lot of people don't do this, Sean. They they hate to write it down, right? Because it's painful. Because you're exposing yourself, right. and now you know you have to hold yourself accountable. It causes overthinking. It causes a lot of overthinking. Say that again. It causes overthinking. Mm. Right. And then people get in this panic mode. And so I call it basic one-on-one. What's the first thing you need to do? Have that habit, write it down. And, and I see people talk the talk, like you said, Minneapolis, Seattle, wherever, but then they don't walk the walk. They don't, they don't put a foot down. Don't be afraid. Mm -hmm. Like to, to, today or tonight or tomorrow, she, uh, Puma Cat could go, okay, I'm going to find out which, through Davrick or myself, which platform to use to create my website. Write it down and the cost. She took one step. Instead of just thinking about it, mm -hmm. because it, the, the thought process is always there. Right. And that's why people's dreams fade and die, because they never implement and move forward. They stay in park. They, they don't even get in neutral. They just stay in park. Right. You got to put it in first gear. Right. right. So write those down. G do some R&D research and development. Find out who the DJs are, where they what kind of music scene you want to be in right. and start getting around those folks, you know, in a positive light, not the bad side. Right. right. But like, right. OK, I want to go to a couple shows. I'm not going there to party. I'm going there to get educated. Right. Right. Because right. you can get caught up in that life. And that's not yeah. what we're trying to do. Right. 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 After our parties, blah, blah, blah. But it's all about networking and connections. Right. Correct. Yeah. I think you can mm -hmm. also like record yourself put these uh, videos on uh, IG or if you have a YouTube channel, right. you just set your camera. I see a lot of DJs use d lives, lives right. on IG or just random reels. What is it? Tw it's Twitch, right? Is that that other platform? That's the one that video gamers use. Yeah, yeah. but that's becoming very popular, Twitch as well. Yeah, I, I mean, it, use any platform that is best for you right. and just, put, just record yourself, put the videos out. 
do lives. I mean, I see a lot of DJs doing that. Right. And Sean's fortunate. Like, his business is word of mouth. He's right. got a lot. Of, he's, and he'll say this, and I don't say his name. He's not really a social media guy. He'll put his stories up and, and positive affirmations and messages. But he's not out marketing on what social what media. What? <laughs> She's laughing. She's I know what I miss. <laughs> he's not a social media guy. She started laughing. Really? He spends like one hour in one post. <laughs> she oh, said you. I wouldn't go that far. No, but but I'm just kidding. But I'm saying your your business is all through select. They're not affirmations. That they're, they're they're not affirmations at all whatsoever. It's it's actual perspectives on life on what on certain actions to take right, and right. what steps to take to get to the next point depending on where you're at and where and what needs to be done in your life. Some things are perspective from um, the next action step. Some things are perspective from like if you're coming from. Um, addiction and a fucked up dark life. Some things are perspective from like, hey, these are some things that I just went through today. Here's what I did to get to get to the next step and to step my game up. So there's, it's they're all action steps and perspective of what I've done, what I do, or what I'm going to be doing to progress to move up to the next level. Right, but your your business comes from word of mouth, most of it. I, it w- was, and then now it does. A now lot it come is. From, it does come from social media. Also, okay, also okay. a lot of it does. Because before, lot, before it wasn't. It wasn't, but a lot of the things that I post does gather people's attention. Oh, okay, like, okay. I like what you're talking about. I need that kind of mindset. How can you teach me, and how can you help me out to grow my business or my relationship? Or um, I'm stuck in this rut. I don't know how to get out of this. Um, these are my daily habits. Uh, so it could be a variety of different things that yeah. people see when they see the message that I post and they're like, you know what, I, I, I fuck with that. Tell me more. Okay. Yeah, I just feel like you have to you have to put yourself out there. Like, you know, Sean puts the stories and everything that is around what he's doing. Now you want to do the same as, you know, I'll probably be modeling my clothing line at some point, videos, all of that. Like, Yeah, and I also just hired a marketing company. Not, not cheap at all, but because we're about to go crazy viral on, on the web with it too, so... Um, it all, every, I've taken, I've taken the right steps to get to where it's at because now the level that I'm at and, and what I'm doing, I'm hitting, I'm still slowly starting to hit that ceiling, um, where now I do have to expand outside of just my own personal word of mouth where I have to have a marketing team to really go blow my, th- blow my, blow my business up to take it to the next that way next level that you and I have been talking and, about. And your platform of choice is IG right now, right? Is that your main? IG, Facebook. You're um, not, other than this show being on YouTube, you're not doing any other YouTube at all? Uh, no, but the marketing company wants to do that too because they want to run ads on that as well. So okay. they're going to go super. I mean, we're talking so aggressive where we're, I'm, we're dumping 10 plus thousand a month right away into my marketing. Wow. So there's no. I, I think, um, don't you feel nowadays that everybody should have a, a Instagram and a YouTube as well? I do. Like you, uh, and I know you. De- depending on what business you're in, because like for example, like the business that my mentor is in doesn't require that. It doesn't need that at all. Because he's in the business of taking companies public, bringing money to the table, finding investors to help invest into small and big companies. So depending on the business you're in, you don't need a social media. You don't have to. But again. He's Nickel. already established, well established. But even before that, because that doesn't really do much. Like his his is is sitting down with big wigs that don't do shit on social media. They don't even you'll they'll never even look at it. Right. All the people that he, most of the people that he deals with. He's dealing with these big corporate heads with big companies that for the most part you'll never see on social media. The only people that he ends up dealing with that are on social media, if it's new up and coming small businesses, like for example, this cryotherapy company come, came to him, they're on social media. But again, that is something that would maybe use social yeah, media. Yeah, because they're, they're, they're a business to consumer. Yeah. So they have to expose themselves for consumers to see them. Got it. Okay. So Maria IG, 
I know that you you know video you record what you're doing at these these events. Mm -hmm. Um, and and it look it's October. What is it? The fourth. Mm-hmm. You got all month to get a couple of behind the scenes events to go to, right? right? And record that. Put it. Start a YouTube channel. Don't overthink YouTube. That's the one thing a lot of people do. They got to have it perfect. No, you don't. Most of the people that are successful, their YouTube stuff is just basic one on one. We try to perfect ours for business, but in in the long run, you see these gals doing these. Uh, what is it? These open box, like clothing line. You know what do they call it when they get clothes and they uh, halls halls? Yeah. Yeah. And and there's just their phone, and they've got you know hundred thousand views, right. and I'm thinking, are you serious? I have I have videos sitting in my phone ready. I'm just like, well, I need a title. I mean, I'm just gonna put them out. <laughs> yeah, just put them out. Get the word <laughs> like, out, right? Is there any other? No, but you know what? I think I, I think no, I don't think I know. Um, <laughs> let me <laughs> let me tell you something. No, um, the biggest thing is people are easily distracted, and I think f- focus. Like here's the thing: focus goes beyond failure. And a lot of people choose. It's almost a conscious decision that they choose when they want to turn the focus button off because they've been working so hard. And let me tell you something. When you, like, I'll tell you both right now. Like when, it, when you guys kick off your business, there is no messing around. There's no fucking around. There's no playtime. There's no going out. There's no having a good time. Your first, your first two, three years is hard Rise and shine, grind your ass off, work your ass off. There is no time for small play. There is no time for small conversations. Um, you know, and you know, you're going to run into trouble, but trouble also equals opportunity. And those opportunities are going to open up doorways and help ex- make your brain work in ways that it's never worked before, only when it hits those trouble points. But I want you to talk about this. You brought up, we talked about one show. Soon as you're, soon as you're excelling, Someone comes and tries to chop your feet out and your legs. Remember Fuck, we talked about yeah. the negative? It happened, to, it happened to both of us last month. We were like, boom, and all of a sudden we got hit. We're like, get off me. Get away from me. Oh, you know, I've known you for years. No, I can't hang out with you. Talk about that because I, I, I feel like I see this with a lot of people that are starting out in business, especially these two. Once they get going, they're going to get all these curveballs thrown at them. Negative people coming back in their life. Yeah, people are going to be reaching out and saying, basically, okay, you, you nailed it. Um, like a lot of people that I work with, I, so I operate at a, at a certain pace, and my pace is not easy to keep up with. Um, and it's very highly accelerated. I, I consider myself a very high performer. Um, and people that I coach and mentor, my, one of my jobs is to teach people how to have high-level performance. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's if they come to me for that. But if they come to me for high-level performance, that my my goal and my job is to try is to teach and educate them on what it takes mentally and physically to get to a high performing level. So, but that part of that means emulating some of the things that I do, my 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 daily steps, my habits, my fundamentals, my core values, and at what level do I operate all day every day, and what is my what is my set schedule from wake up time to to sleeping time. And you'll have people that will tell you, slow down. You're going too fast. You don't have to go at Sean's pace. Um, you know, go, go at your own pace. It's, it's okay to take a breath. No, it's not. Like, the thing is, like, the harder shit gets, the harder you got to go and the faster you have to go because there will be people. Because here's the thing. When momentum's on your side, people seem to have this weird, I can't comprehend this at all. People have this weird thought process that when momentum's on their side and everything's going good, because momentum is there, I'm going to take my foot off the gas because everything's coming and everything's happening. Well, the second you take your foot off the gas, momentum is gonna shut, shut, shut off. And here's the thing, at some point, by default, naturally, momentum will slow down. For whatever reason it may be, whether a real personal life thing happens to you, 
family issue, um, time of the year, um, something in the industry gets gets fucked over, whatever it is, it's naturally gonna slow down and you're gonna have to slow down with it and you can only go so fast when momentum starts to take a tank. So by default, you need to go at that same pace and not allow any kind of distractions to come in because it's gonna happen. And um, you know, people will, people will, and here's the thing, people will validate you. So if you get to that point where you're like, I'm tired, I'm exhausted. First of all, remove the word tired out of your vocabulary. Like to me, that's a bad fucking word. You'll never hear me say I'm tired ever. I haven't said it in like over a year. And ever since I did that, like my brain, I run on three, four hours of sleep every single day, sometimes two, and I don't crash. Um, but that's because I operate on momentum and I keep my momentum going. I keep it fired up the whole time. And when you start to speak that and you start to tell people, if you were to go to David, like, David, I'm tired. I've been working hard and I just feel like I need a break. I can't catch a break. He's going to validate that. I tell you, it's okay. Take, you know, take a break. Slow down. Take a vacation. And as soon as you hear that validation, your foot's going to come completely off the pedal. And you're going to wonder, like, what the fuck happened to my business? And it's going to take a big crash. But it's a, I can't catch a break, people, that I, I don't like to be around. I Don't say you can't catch a break. You know, you create a break. You get away from it, right? But when it's time, when it's earned. Right. So, like, I earn mine. So, right. for example, like, I... I have this thing called 90-day madman cycles. That's one of the things that I try to teach, teach my clients is um, every 90 days, I go as hard as I can, as fast as I can, no bullshitting around, seven days a week, no days off. Um, basically, all gas, no brakes. And then after 90 days, I'll start slowly planning out a recharge trip, whether it's here locally or to like Dallas or Colorado or something. And I'll take off for three, four days, recharge. I don't stop thinking about what needs to be done. So I take the momentum with me, recharge, go over my business plan. What's my next moves? Come back. The next 90 day madman cycle starts. And then I repeat that every single. So every year I have every quarter at the end of a quarter, I'll take a break. But if my momentum is too high, I'll skip the break until it actually momentum starts to slow down by itself. Does that make sense? Mm -hmm. um, and that is also a big fault that people have when it comes to building a business is they think I've been going so long, I've earned myself a vacation, so I'm just gonna kind of take a step away and it's like, dude, you come back and your business is fucking history. The only, the only time I try to slow down is if I start getting sick. And I tell you, I'm not getting sick. I'm not getting sick. But you, your body, you start getting sniffles or something because we don't want it to go but south. That's, but that's what I said. Right, right, it's, right, it's, right. Momentum is naturally going to come right. to a stop on its own. And then, and then you, by default, you're like, okay. It's time. If I keep going, I could catch the sea, right? You know, um, but Sean's right. You know, you just, you just got to keep going. Because it, it's interesting, too. And I think the universe rewards you or you're blessed and you get rewarded. Because remember that situation where I lost that 65, 64K deal and I came back a little bit. Now I'm coming back again because I didn't give up. I just kept going. I, I didn't let it so stop me. I was like, okay, whatever. I, they're still sitting there trying to figure out what they're going to do. And then I had a text on my phone, Daverick, we need help. I haven't worked with this client in three years. Thank God I kept the same number, right? Now that's going to pay dividends, and another client's paid dividends. This other client's still trying to figure out. I didn't wait for him. And so I was like, oh, I can take a break. Well, I'm not sick. I can't take a break. If I took a break, I'd lose out on these other opportunities. You just keep going and going and going and going. Sean's like, 
this one more thing. We were trying to get this podcast for Friday. He says, Daverick, you, what's your weekend look like? Do you have any time? I said, no, I have no time at all. Zero. Because of what happened Friday. I, I couldn't stop. Now That's, I'm I here. I forgot about that, too. That's right. Right, right. Well, he didn't know why. He, he, he just accepted my answer. He says, you sure? I said, I'm positive. And I was behind from a Friday issue. So I was grinding, grinding, grinding all weekend. And I, you know, I felt my body. But I'm like, okay, keep going, keep going, keep going. I'll sleep when I'm dead. Right? <laughs> Go ahead. What were you saying? Um, shit, what was I going to say? Momentum. No. Um, it slipped my th thoughts. That's okay. So. Can I say one thing? Yeah, go, yeah, okay. go ahead. This is open uh, mic. Open okay, mic. Cool. So um, I think that's really interesting that you say, or what you were just talking about, because like in my environment back in Minnesota, it's not that it wasn't like depressing or whatever, but it, the more depressing side was when I was massaging people and like it's during COVID and so many people were just sad. Um, but, and lonely, you know, but, um, but the other part of it was I was around a lot of, um, athletes who thought they could go pro right away and, or, you know what I mean? Like, um, very quickly. And so to me though, I didn't see any other action outside of the gym or out, you know, meaning I didn't see anybody starting, wanting to start a business. Or, you know what I mean? Going after the actual dreams. Like, okay, well, if you want to be a personal trainer, like, why don't you just start your own shit instead of fucking working for Anytime Fitness. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, can I swear? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay, cool. <laughs> it's <laughs> open mind. Anything goes. But you know what I mean? So I was like, what Like, what the hell are you doing? If, you know what I mean? So yeah. I just felt like I was around so many people who are like, just focused on looks, 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 looks. And it's like, no, if, what you're preaching on Instagram and being an entrepreneur and like having a positive mindset, that's just for bodybuilding for whatever. You know, I don't you know mean to cut mean? you off. You know what? We know it's funny that she says that. What have I said to you? That is the exact reason why I've gotten into the fitness industry to go against that fucking grade yep. because yep. I hate, fucking hate with like passion, the vein and the vanity and the narcissism of the fitness industry and the yes. competitive world because yes. it's all about looks, beauty, yes. and fitting this fucking lifestyle that's so fallacious to reality it's, right it's it's completely flawed like it's you you're disconnected from reality yes. you're so connected to the internet you're disconnected to people right yep. and you're so connected to the fucking mirror that you're disconnected from relationships yep. like what the fuck well and, and, and that's and that's what trainers and fitness influencers are preaching these days and it's like dude you are like so lost in well, life and the reality is is and we talked about this on the way here in the competitive bodybuilding fitness industry a lot of those 99% of those people don't make any money if you're making money, look, if you're making, you know, two, three, four hundred thousand a million a year and you're doing that on Instagram, hey, great. Hats off to you. Shake your hand. There's a purpose and value behind it. But if it's just every day, every day, just to look in the mirror, you're lost. Well, and it's not because of fitness. Right. It's because of something else you've done. Right. To, you know, to go out of your way to well, actually take yourself to the next right, level. Right, right. Like, so, are you, how are you going to build on that? Oh, right. wow, I've seen her IG. I've seen her clothing line. I like what she represents. Right. Blah, blah, blah. But, uh, yeah, Sean's 100% right. It's like, oh, please. Well, yeah, and here's the thing, too. Like, they, they have, they've lost perspective and they've lost purpose. Like, you have to have purpose. Yes. And your purpose has to be in some shape or form to serve other people. Right. Purpose creates peace. Yeah. Right? And without that... Um, you're stuck in this world where at some point you hit those levels of depression and, and potential suicidal thoughts. Like we've, some, some of us are aware, there are people that have been at the highest top 10 Olympian level that have taken their life that you would think like, 
what the fuck happened there? Yeah. You're one of the top 10. You're one of the best looking. You're in the best shape. Right. You're one of the biggest people on the fucking planet. And you got a family. You got kids. You're making good money. And what exactly caused this? And it ends up being because you're so focused. Well, I'm not saying for the specific person. But for the most part, you get so focused on this me, me, me in the mirror. Yeah. And you're so disconnected that your your emotional and your spiritual is is in two, in, in two Wait. different two <laughs> different worlds yep. right and the thing is like with the thing is with every every choice has to have purpose and there has to be precise intention behind it and without that you're you're going to be kind of orbiting in this world with nothingness and right. and this you know what i'm saying it, and, and here's the thing hold on sorry don't i don't mean to cut you off um <laughs> one of the biggest things that I try to tell people that I, I'm I'm very well aware of with myself is having conscious congruency. Do you guys know what that means? Not really. So no. con- conscious con- <laughs> conscious congruency is where your subconscious mind and your conscious mind are operating at the same level and mm. are 100 percent alignment with whatever your future life goals are. Got it. Right. And here's the thing: a lot of people will ignore their conscious, and the more you ignore it, the louder it gets. The louder it gets, and the more you ignore it, you start to you start to you start to hit those points of defeat. So what does ignoring he, what does ignoring look like? Means not listening to what you're, if if you know cuz this thing if you if you know what you need to do in life right. and you know what your purpose is and you're doing things that are not aligned right. with those steps that would be ignoring your conscious. And here's the thing too <clears throat> is if you're not going to listen to you if you're not going to listen to yourself, why the fuck would I listen to you? Why would I take any advice? And here's the thing too. Most people think that it is not very transparent if i'm like talking to you and you're one of those people davrick i know for a fucking fact you are ignoring your purpose i know for a fact you're ignoring your conscious i know for a fact that you're not following the steps that you, it shows right your behavior your demeanor how you speak your talk your walk um the the way you speak it all shows and i'm like this is a motherfucker i would never follow this guy I would never fucking listen to because the guy can't even listen to himself so why would i listen to you That's and everything point. that comes out of your mouth I can hear and smell the bullshit because you have you choose you consciously choose to ignore what your conscious is telling you to do. Right, it's that thought that, that comes from within, right? You know what's right and wrong, right? right. So, and and uh, to add on that, one of the things I, I I've told people they why are you why are you doing what you do, why, and and a lot of people don't have an answer, but I'm not doing what I'm doing because I love doing what I'm, I'm doing to get to the next level, right? What's my next step? And so the why you do what you do is more important than, oh, I'm doing it because uh, I'm, I'm an accountant. Why are you doing it? What's your, right? So to, to, to add on to that, you might be doing something now to create momentum to go to the next level, right? I, I didn't aspire to, to do what I'm doing forever. I need to go to the next level, right? So it's a, it's a I call it a leveling game, right? Um, I'm a bartender, hypothetically. You're not. You, do you want to be a bartender the rest of your life? Well, no. What's 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 your next step? Why are you doing this? I want to make enough money to create, i.e., a clothing brand and go to the next level. I want to make enough money, i.e., to be a DJ. But you want to be a DJ forever. Do you want to create buy other businesses? Do you want to buy homes? Do you want to be real estate? But you just can't stay focused on one thing. And so for me, the why, like you said, that subconscious mind and conscious mind being in alignment, your body always tells you, your mind always tells you. You know how you have that sixth sense, right? We talked about that. It's like, yeah, something doesn't feel right. It doesn't feel right, so don't do it. Or I, I think this is a shady uh, area. Something doesn't feel right about that guy. Well, 
you're probably right. But then you always go, no, nah, no, nah, I'm, I'm gonna, I, I'm just not gonna listen to myself. So Sean said it. Why the fuck would somebody listen to him or you if you won't even listen to yourself? Right. Does that make sense? Yep. So good, good shit. I like yeah. it. Okay, That's I good, man. Something. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so, met, uh, you to mention like people on IG or something. Just it's all about me, me, or right. You said something Not like that. Not just IG. It's in general yeah, in or, life. Or, right. So for me, when you know, I want to have my own business, not more than one business. And I thought about vlogging everything on YouTube, how I'm starting, how I'm doing it. Yeah. Whether it's fail or not, like, hey, I ordered this thing and I mean, I, I lost money. But I want to show people because I have a lot of messages on IG that come in from women mainly. And they tell me, oh, you're such an inspiration for me. I want to be just like you. There's some like, oh, you're so lucky. Oh, you're so lucky you have that body. I'm like, wait, wait a minute. No, I'm not lucky. I, I've actually trained a lot. I'm committed. I say, you know, have consistency with my food, my meals. But, you know, even in person, they're like, you're so lucky you have that body. No, I'm not lucky. But I, anyway, I want to vlog and show my process. Sure. Because there's women and friends that I've had, you know, back in Tucson, too, that they're stuck, right? They talk to me and I can feel that they want to be bigger. They can, they tell me, I wish I was like you. I wish I had that car. I wish I had that bag. You're so lucky. Anyway, so I want to show them, no, you can actually do it once you set your mind to it. There's a, you know, people that have said, oh, I wish I had a, a brand or I wish I had this, but they're stuck in that, right? right? And so by me providing kind of not being a real mentor, I don't know if you would title it that way, but just showing them. Hey, uh, you can do it You're being too. an example. Right. Somebody, and again, you, that's, that's where focus goes beyond failure comes because you are going to fail. And it's okay for people to see you fail because you're also going to show them that even though you failed and you've fallen on your face and shit hurts and you've lost some money, you're staying focused enough to keep going forward because eventually all failure is is just a learning lesson. Yeah. And you're going to make sure that you don't – here's the thing. It becomes a problem and it is your problem and it is your fault if you make that same mistake twice. Mm. Yeah. I'm going to give Sean a shirt. Here's the thing. <laughs> <laughs> it took me a second to process that. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. Here's the you thing. Say that. <laughs> I would say and that. And this is legendary. Get his IG on there. That's great, though. No. Well, I, I, I anyway, I want to show them. Once you set your mind to it, like before I met you, I didn't believe I can actually own a business. I thought that was so far away that I wasn't even in my circle. I could never do that. And now being around you. You're like, yeah, you can. Or you can be Miss Olympia. Nah, there's no way I ever get there. You're like, yeah, you can. And so you've opened my mind to a lot of things. And now I'm here thinking about my, you know, my clothing line. But now I'm like, okay, once that's successful, I actually want to buy a home and invest in a property or something. So my mind keeps it's going further than what I ever even thought. And I have people and family members that had that tell me, oh, you think you're gonna do that? Oh, you think, yeah. you know? And so. Um, I want to vlog it and show the, you know, any women out there that are, that I am an inspiration to them. Like, wow, if she did it, it's just a matter of, like you guys say, setting your goals and having a plan and, you know, actually believing in your dreams that you have to achieve. You know, like I, be, I was the one that said, there's no way I can be a business owner or do all of well, any of that. Correct. And here's the thing too, like you and I have for sure been here way many times, um, a lot of people, because yes, there are there are those stories where some people have been fortunate, we won't say lucky, um, that have struck gold within the first year. 
Um, whether it's because of the right connection, they met the right person, um, whatever it may be, yes, there are, but those are far and few between. Um, but for everybody else that's truly made it and has done big things, they've paid a fucking price. Mm. And the thing is, like, how much of a price have you... People, people, Preach to us, brother. Like, <laughs> we paid some prizes. People, people come to us and they're like, man, I can't get my business off the ground. It's been a year. It's been six months. It's been two... Well, first of all, like, the time-wise, maybe you haven't paid the price yet. But at the same time, like, what type of price... Like, how much of a price have you really paid to be asking for the things you want in life? Because if you haven't paid shit, if you haven't eaten shit, if you haven't fallen on shit face first, then why, what, the, what the fuck makes you think you deserve anything? You're gonna keep eating shit. Yeah. <laughs> who was who was it that was it your mentor we talked to last week said Twitter hasn't turned a profit, somebody hasn't turned a profit? Who was it? Elon Musk? Tesla. Tesla. Tesla hasn't turned a profit. They make money, they haven't turned a profit. Yeah. So, you know, it, it takes what, six months? You gotta have six months of savings at, when you start a business. Because you might not see revenue. You might not make any money. So, oh, I've been in it six months. It's like but here's oh. the thing, like over the years, and yet there's a this a, a slight age gap between us, but over the years, yes. But over the years, I am spiritually, (laughs) (laughs) you're chronologically, I'm spiritually, but over the years, like we both have, have paid some serious price in our life to finally like get to where we are now to be chasing the next level. And now like, you know, I'm, I'm in the midst of dealing with eight, nine figure deals right now that are taking place, but that's because I've paid the fucking price where now people have come to me and it's like, it's again, it shows I, I talk the talk. I walk the walk the way I speak, the way I condone myself, the type of business that I look for and how I manage that kind of business is where is where it's like, hey, here's what we need you for. This is what we've got going on. Here's the type of money that's involved. And in a couple of those, I've gotten you involved in. Too. Right. Um, but I'm actually in the mix of the inside of it. You, we just, I just provided opportunity for you to invest into it. That's going to make a, low, a whole lot of money. A lot of money, you know, um, but especially what there's a whole lot of money. But again, that's uh, and again, we're not trying to make this about money. But again, that comes down to because over the last years and especially the last two years, I've paid a heavy price over the last 24 months. I paid a bigger price in the last 24 months than most people will do in 10 years. I guess I pay my price. Right. No. When I moved, I like I was I was really scared. You, you got to make sacrifices. I was really scared. I left everything I ever worked for. So I think that's. I mean, that's just that's, that's your first step, right. right? That's the first step. That's that's not that's easy talking money wise. Yeah, that's the e- that's the easy part. That's the real easy part. Paying the price is is how long and how much time are you willing to endure the pain of mm. building a business? Whether it is money you've lost, whether it is when things just get very difficult, when everybody hates you, when customers don't want to buy from you, when um, your colleagues are like, dude, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about, when everything against you, when the world is against you, how, how hard do you push back? Or yeah. do you eventually let yourself well, get pushed down? Do you remember we made the post that said, hey, I'm, I'm thinking of this idea of my boutique, and we had some people, you know, negative comments. What, is, what was it? I don't even remember. Yeah. Uh, That's okay. Ne- you need haters. Haters drive... <laughs> You're, you're, well, well, I'll close out with this. As you just said it, if you don't have haters, you're doing something wrong. Right. Absolutely. If you, if you don't have haters, you're not making money. Yeah, even you, after my last if, show. If people aren't talking about you, you're not making money. Mm-hmm. Right. Period. Right. Right. Like, you want to make money, you better have people fucking talk shit about you. Me and Sean Negative have people talk shit all the time. <laughs> so, but just, just look at our taillights. There they go. Just, just leave them behind you. Yeah. 
And you can't engage with those people. Just whatever. Yeah. Cut them out. Get around Sean, me, other people of influence. People that are moving somewhere. It's honestly more entertainment for me than the name. It is. I, I like so. it. I, <laughs> I like it, but not like that. Well, <laughs> like, I just get to I laugh mean, at you know, it. I just laugh they, about they it. They said, Daverick, you can't twerk that well. I know, but it was entertaining. They were negative about it. I tried. <laughs> <laughs> just but anyway, um, ladies, thanks for being on the show. Uh, today was actually pretty fun. It actually pulled me out of my little mm -hmm. weird it's just, yeah, it's mindset right. that I was in. Because again, again, my, look, getting getting my brother's gravestone on my on my arm was a big fucking deal. Right. And it kind of put me in the slumps for for a minute there. But again, um, that's uh, that's a story I'll I'll share with my story. Um, but that was just something very special that I finally put on my we, arm. We should do that next too. episode. Yeah, you're due. I think we yeah. should do like an update on me and Maria and I'm gonna <laughs> Hey, maybe you know we do mean? a check-in I mean, check in, in like, 60 days, 30 what, days. We okay. do a check -in. Six months. Hold me accountable. Six like, months. Hmm. Six months. 90 days? Six, six months. months. Six Definitely. months. You have two 90-day cycles to go through. <laughs> All right. So 90 days and six yeah. months? Let's two two 90-day cycles. What have so you accomplished since our last okay. talk? Right? There you go. So, Hold them accountable. There you go. Guys, now, now I got to get to work. <laughs> <laughs> hey, guys. We got to wrap it up. Make sure you go to uh, Iris's Instagram. Yes. Maria's Instagram, Sean's Instagram, my Instagram. Make sure you message us with any questions you have. And what else, Sean? Subscribe. Click the button. Smash it. Hit the notifications. And... Uh, if you find value in what we talk about, if you believe in what we're talking about, if you get even just a little bit, um, the only fee that we ask for is to is to share our stuff. Yeah, share the story. Right on. I like it. All right, guys. <laughs> we out. Thanks for your time. Have a great Thank day. You. Adios. Thank you. Peace. <laughs> Bye. Right on. See? Something that was cool. That was cool. <laughs> She's like, I'm motivated. She's like, I want to be a DJ. <laughs>